Well, it's another edition of the Boilers Extra Podcast on this Sunday evening as we look ahead to Selection Sunday and what's to come during the next week for the Boilermakers, but also take a peek back at the Big Ten Tournament title game against Iowa. As you know, they lost, Purdue lost, 75-66, and the quick takeaway from the game is turnovers. Turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. They had 17 Iowa only turned those into 14 points, so it wasn't an ungodly number like that, but just the number of unforced turnovers was just uh, alarming, so let's put it that way. But we'll deal more with the game in a little bit, but uh, Purdue is a number three seed in the East region, uh, which feeds into Philadelphia. Uh, Purdue will begin its NCAA path on Friday afternoon at 2 o'clock against Yale. Uh, Purdue was supposed to play Yale last year uh, before the Ivy League canceled uh, all of its sports seasons uh, due to COVID. So they'll, they'll get a chance to play Yale uh, after not, not playing them last year. Um, and my funny pun of the day is, oh, Jay Nivey gets to play against an Ivy League school. So there you go. Uh, I was surprised. Uh, Purdue did not start the tournament in Indianapolis. Uh, I thought that was pretty much a given. But after seeing the, the seedings and the pairings, and I haven't seen the overall seed list, uh, it, it, but it should tell you that uh, Tennessee, which is a number three seed, and will play in Indianapolis uh, instead of Purdue. And Tennessee would have been seated higher uh, than Purdue. Uh, the way that I'm looking at it, and again, I have not seen the seed list. My guess is Purdue is probably the number 11 overall seed uh, in the tournament. Uh, and Tennessee would have been higher than that. Uh, Wisconsin would have been higher than that because Wisconsin ended up in Chicago uh, for the Midwest Regional while Purdue was in the East uh, at uh, uh, in Philadelphia, so but the reason Purdue is not in Indianapolis, and I and I know I said yesterday on the podcast that I thought it was pretty much a given that they would be. Uh, I was wrong, uh, so I'm not afraid to admit, admit that. But yeah, I was wrong on that. But and I you know and I think the bracket was done well before Sunday's game, so I, I don't think the loss had anything to do with Purdue probably getting knocked down a little bit. I, I just think when you look at what Purdue has done uh, over the last few weeks, it, they, they have not played inspired basketball. And and when you go back to look at the NCAA reveal, um, the early reveal in mid-February, Purdue was the number seven seed overall. They were the number two seed in the Midwest region at that point. So they have they have fallen roughly four spots since then, and you can easily see why. Um, you know, and today had nothing. I don't believe today had anything to do with it. Maybe if it did have something to do with it, Purdue might have dropped to a four seed. Um, but Purdue, as I said, Purdue has not played inspired basketball these last this last month of the season. season the Illinois game, uh, 
at home was the high point, and then since then, uh, it's it's been a struggle just about in every game. Uh, you know, you had the blowout at Michigan, which was not expected, but not surprised they lost. And then, um, you know, they, yes, they got beat on a couple last-second shots, but you know, they didn't play well against Maryland. Um, you know, they made it through the Northwestern game. Um, you know, they beat IU by hanging on. They beat, you know, they lost the, those two on last-second shots. Um, and I thought coming into today that while they didn't play great against Penn State and Michigan State, they took care of the ball. Uh, they only had 19 turnovers in those two games. And, of course, they had 17 today. But when you look at the overall use the cliche body of work for Purdue since that Illinois game at home you know it's not been it's not been great it just hasn't been uh the team that played at the beginning of the year you know it hasn't been the team that that beat Illinois um so but this is who they are this is who they're going to be uh I've said that several times uh nothing really is going to change uh they just have to to, to manage the turnovers. I mean, they just have to stop the bleeding to a point where you don't bleed to death. And today they bled to death. I mean, they just did. And, you know, Iowa had a little bit to do with it, but overall, I mean, Purdue just self-inflicted its own wounds. Um, the sloppy passing, the ball handling uh, was just not up to what we've seen. Um, but anyway, back to the tournament. Purdue's going to open up against Yale on Tuesday. Uh, or on, th- on Friday, I'm sorry, on Friday, and then they'll get either Texas or Virginia Tech if they if they beat Yale. And I think you have to go into in every NCAA using in every NCAA tournament game for Purdue using the word if. I mean, uh, you just have to use the word if with with Purdue. There's no given. I don't care that Purdue's a 15 point favorite against Yale. You should not care that Purdue is a 15 point favorite against Yale. Purdue should beat Yale. Purdue has the two bigs that could beat Yale. Purdue has Jaden Ivey. Yale doesn't have a player like Jaden Ivey. Um, but Purdue should beat Yale. But you got to use the word if. And if Purdue gets by Yale, they'll get Texas or Virginia Tech. Uh, Virginia Tech won the ACC tournament by beating Duke. Uh, and Texas uh, got ousted in its tournament. But uh, you know the name uh, Chris Beard. He was at Texas Tech when uh, the Raiders beat Purdue in the tournament a few years ago out in Boston. So the guy knows how to coach. The guy will have a will have a plan for Purdue if it gets that far. He has a bunch of transfers on his team, including Marcus Carr from Minnesota. Um, so uh, there was not going to be any kind of easy path for Purdue. Let's put it that way. Um, and there's no easy path for anybody, but if you're hoping for a break, I, I don't think you got one. Um, you know, Purdue's just going to have to figure out how to how to advance in this tournament. I mean, it's going to have to. Um, but you know, overall, the the region that Purdue is in, you know, Baylor's the number one seed. Baylor's, you know, they're the defending national champs. Uh, they've had a you know they they've had a little bit of an up and down year they they've had some injuries you know they're not you know they're not a uh, a team that you that you would think you know is an overwhelming favorite i think Kentucky's the two seed there that uh, could make things interesting in that region 
You got UCLA sitting at the four, a uh, team that, that made a deep run last year. So, you know, the East the East region has its share of talented teams, and, you know, to be honest, probably Purdue should be uh, the fourth team in that region when you get right down to it based on how they're playing at, at this point. Uh, so their path would, would go from Milwaukee. Uh, if they get through the first two games, then they go to Philadelphia. Um, I think when this year tar- started, uh, the consensus was that Purdue uh, would start in Indy and go, go to Chicago. But... You know, the season did not work out that way. Uh, did not work out that way for Purdue. Therefore, uh, you are not rewarded by staying close to home. You know, and maybe getting to Milwaukee is is better for them. You know, who knows? You know, I, I, I knew I do know a lot of fans bought tickets for for Indy, thinking Purdue would be there. But I, I think you can get rid of those for the Kentucky and Tennessee fans. Uh, that would be. Uh, that would be my guess there. I think they're going to be eager to buy up, buy up as many tickets as possible. So it'll be a seller's market in Indianapolis. But you know, Purdue's going to start in Milwaukee. Um, you know, Wisconsin is there, but they're in different regions. Uh, so there'll be two Big Ten teams there, uh, and you know, it's still it's still close enough that Purdue fans from Indy, obviously Lafayette, even the Chicago area, can get to. So I, I firmly believe Purdue will be well represented from a fan standpoint uh, up at the first and second rounds uh, in in Milwaukee. Uh, so you know I, I think they'll have obviously the, the crowd advantage. You know when they play their games um, on Friday, and then if they get to Sunday, they'll they'll definitely have the the crowd advantage then. Uh, but uh, they've got they've got some work to do to. Uh, to get through this weekend, uh, and it's you know it's going to start Friday against Yale. It just is, and uh, uh, you know in today's game against Iowa, you know Purdue was just sloppy with the ball uh, in the first half. I think there was five straight possessions of turnovers, even though they were getting shots. You know they they couldn't get the the you know the the rebounds. They couldn't secure rebounds enough, even though they won the rebounding by 18. And that should be enough to win the game there. But when you turn it over 17 times, you kind of, you know, you you wash those things out. You know, they become even at that point. And uh, and and the turnovers just prevented Purdue from getting its offense going. You know, the two bigs had uh, a double double, so they were they were getting it done inside. Purdue didn't shoot the ball particularly well from three, um, but just too many turnovers. And and I and I know I know the questions like, well, when are they going to get it fixed? Well, they're not going to get it fixed. I mean, they're just not. You know, we're 34 games into this thing, they're not going to get it fixed. And as I mentioned earlier, now it's just about managing it. This is about managing the turnovers. You know, if you have nine or ten like you had against Penn State. And uh, Michigan State, you're going to give yourself a chance to win. When you have 17 and 9 in the first half and one on five straight possessions and then you do it again in the second half where you have a bunch of turnovers, um, you're going to lose. And Iowa's a good team. They're playing really well right now. They have a superstar in Keegan Murray. Uh, but they have uh, other players that have stepped up. And they are playing a little bit better defensively. 
than they have in the past. Uh, coming into this game, they were rebounding the ball well, but you know Purdue won that battle relatively easy. Uh, you know, and when Purdue got it to one late at 63-62, you know they just needed to get a stop, and they couldn't get a stop, and they got outscored 12 to four the rest of the way, and the game was over, which flipped the script from the first two games Purdue played. Because if you remember, Penn State got within one, and then boom. You know, Jaden Ivey scored six of the final nine points. And then Saturday against uh, Michigan State, Michigan State got within one. Then boom, Purdue took off on a 9-0 run, the Eric Hunter run, where he hit two threes and got scored the layup. But, you know, it's just turnovers. It's just turnovers. They've had the problem all, all year. They've been able to overcome it by shooting the ball well and being really good on the offensive end. But when you turn the ball over and you're not good on the offensive end, this is what happens. And you can pick your different formula how Purdue potentially can get beat in the NCAA tournament. You can do it with turnovers. You can do it with missed free throws. They missed two or three front ends of one-on-one, maybe more. Um, You know, you can go... Go to their defense, which has not been great. Uh, I think they allowed a lot of points in the paint uh, this weekend, uh, and that's that's not a good sign for them. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't know if they can actually fix these issues at this point of the year. You know, they haven't been able to really fix them. So, hoping that they'll get fixed. Uh, isn't going to happen again. It's just going to come down to, you know, how many turnovers will it take for them to get beat? And you're going to know early on in a game if they're going to have problems. Um, and, you know, and how how many times you're going to let the ball in the paint without putting a lot of resistance up. You know, and how many free throws are you going to miss? So you're going to know early on. And Purdue just hasn't been consistent enough in the Big Ten season. You know, maybe maybe playing a non-Big Ten team will, will help them. You know, you can't say for sure. But they are undefeated against non-Big Ten teams this year. You know, they've lost seven games, all the Big Ten teams. Uh, so maybe getting a non-Big Ten team, whether it's Yale or... Um, Texas or Virginia Tech uh, would might be beneficial for them. Uh, so you know we'll see. I just, you know this team does not you know really give off a lot of confidence that they can straighten themselves out. You know at the end of the day it's just about winning. It's about winning. It doesn't really matter how you get there. It's just about winning. Um, and, you know, Purdue just has to find a way to win. They have to find a way to beat Yale. And if they find a way to beat Yale, then they got to find a way to beat Texas or Virginia Tech or their season's over. And that's what it comes down to. It doesn't, yeah, you, you know, at, at this point of the year, you can, uh, you can complain about the turnovers, you can complain about the free throws, you can complain about the defense. You know, we all know the, the numbers. We all know the metrics. We all know the analytics. It's just finding a way to win. And, Purdue has at times this year overcome, been able to overcome the turnovers and win games. Uh, but 
you, you just can't flirt with that kind of danger night in and night out in the tournament. And so they're going to have to they're just they're just going to have to be better at it and manage it and 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 just find a way to overcome it. Uh, and you know we'll see we'll see you know you know this team you know really thought it could win a championship it could win the regular season championship that didn't happen Big Ten tournament championship you know that didn't happen and now the last one is the big one it's the NCAA tournament but they really haven't has they really haven't shown any signs of being able to do that and put together six games against quality competition and 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 get there or, or just at least win four games against quality competition to get to the final four uh, so you know they're they're not in a good place right now when you when you start looking ahead um, you know when Jaden Ivey has five turnovers and Iowa only has six that's an alarming number. Uh, you know, every 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 player but one that played had a turnover. The only one that didn't was Brandon Newman. He played ten minutes, didn't have a turnover. Everybody else had at least one. Um, they just have to clean them up, and uh, you know they'll, they'll they'll work at it. But it becomes a focus. It becomes a concentration. It becomes. You know, Jaden Ivey trying to do too much when he gets in the lane. And I thought for some stretches in this game, Purdue passed up a good shot for a bad shot. You know, there was one time when Ivey was in the lane and he tried to bounce a pass or use a bounce pass to Mason Gillis, who was under the basket and couldn't get in a good position to score. Where Ivey's right there, he's in the lane. And he, and he should be able to score. You know, the bigs need to finish a little bit better around the rim. Um, but, you know, things have to, you know, things have to go almost perfectly now for Purdue to advance in this tournament. And, I, you know, I'm talking about playing Yale, too. You know, that's, you know, they're going to have to, they're going to have to be at their best to beat Yale. They just are. And anything less than their best will open the door for Yale to hang around, hang around, hang around. And we've all seen it where teams hang around with Purdue, and then it gets to the end, and it's a one-possession game, and then you open yourself up for a last-second shot. Uh, but, you know, credit Iowa for what, what it did, what it's done here the last 15 games of the year. Uh, really, you know, they've, they've come out hot. They've come out smoking. They're going to be a trendy pick. Uh, in the tournament to advance far. You know, they have the star player with Keegan Murray. Murray, They have the senior or the super senior or the mature senior or the elderly senior in Jordan Bohannon. Um, and they've got some other pieces like, who in the hell is Peyton Sanforth? And he comes in, hits two threes, scores ten points. They're going to name babies after this guy in Iowa now. Uh, and those are those are ten big points that came out of nowhere. You know, similar to you know Brandon Newman's twelve against Penn State. You know, without those twelve, Purdue doesn't win. Without those ten, Iowa doesn't win. But you know, he's a guy. It's a good shooter, has good form. You know, he's probably the next you know Jordan Bohannon in a way. 
Uh, but you know, guys, you know that's what you need to happen in in tournament games is guys stepping up like that. But Iowa, Iowa did a did a great job this weekend. They've done a great job the last part of the season uh, to to get on this run. Um, you know, and they were they were pretty good today. They went they were not great. It was their fourth game and fourth games, but they took care of the ball. They gave themselves an opportunity to, to score, uh, and for the most part, they did. And when Purdue got close, they they found another gear and put the game away, just like Purdue did against Penn State and Michigan State. Uh, but you know, Iowa again is going to be a trendy pick. You know, I, I, I have a tendency to, to to stay away from those teams because you know, as hot as they've been, I'll, you know, the, the the rug gets pulled out from out of you really quickly in the NCAA tournament. And, you know, it's always a dangerous uh, situation when you start, for those that fill out brackets. Um, you know, and the Big Ten's got to, you know, they have nine teams in. They've got to live up to, you know, live up to some standards here. And they've got to uh, figure out a way to get teams through the first weekend. Uh, you know, Indiana's in the play-in game. Uh, they're going to play Wyoming over in Dayton. Uh, Ohio State, I think, is a seventh seed. Uh, Wisconsin, as we mentioned, the three produce a three. Um, you know, Michigan State's a seven. They're in Duke's bracket. Um, so you know, the Big Ten's got to step up and and uh, you know make you know get things done. You got a lot of teams in it. You know, Rutgers got in. Good for them. They play Notre Dame in the play-in game. Uh, you know, I don't know if it's good or bad that two Big Ten teams are in the play-in game. Rutgers and Indiana. I don't know if that's a good sign or or is that a just a oh <laughs> you know, those guys just ba- barely made it in but you're in and everybody that's in it deserves to be in it or has earned their right to be in it and now you, now we go play the game so um, my advice for Purdue you know just to watch Purdue just sit back and try to enjoy the games you know erase any expectations from your mind um, don't be thinking that you know that this team can get to New Orleans, just you know, just sit back, watch the game against Yale. If they win, come back on Sunday and do it again, um, and, and see what happens. Uh, you know, it's not this is not the team um, that started the year. Uh, and you know, and expectations aside, you know, they're just you know they they've lacked that consistency all year. You don't know what's going to happen. I mean, the one constant with Purdue this year has been its rebounding. So you pretty much know night in and night out they're going to rebound, and they've got the, the guys to do it, and Jaden Ivey is a terrific rebounder. But beyond that, they've just really been inconsistent in a lot of areas. Free throws and turnovers, you don't know what you're going to get. So my advice is just kind of sit back, try to enjoy it. If the season ends Friday, well, it ends. If the season goes into Sunday, um, you know, just enjoy it. You know, if you get into the second weekend, try to enjoy it. Um, I know people, fans, are frustrated a little bit by this team. Maybe not a little bit. They are frustrated by this team uh, and, and the things that they do and, or, or don't do. Um, you know, Jake Nivey wants to take on the world with every possession. And, you know, he, he, you're not going to change him now. You know, you're just not going to change him at this level. Now, he gets to the NBA next year, and he'll get changed because his coach, you know, the coach will change him, or his teammates will change him. 
Um, so he gets, you know, I, I just think he wants to take on the world with every possession, and it, it just doesn't work that way. Uh, he's a fantastic athlete. He's one of the fastest guys that I've seen with the basketball in his hand uh, in a long time. Uh, he's got tremendous skills, but um, he does some some things that just just are not right. And what he, you know, he just shouldn't do. But you know, again, that's who he is. That's who this Purdue team is. Um, you know, I just think if he would allow. If he would just kind of play within himself and play within his teammates, that Purdue would be much better off. But, again, that's not going to change. And that's not to, to, to knock him in any way. That's that's kind of who he is and who he's going to be. Uh, and you, ha- you just have to you have to live with that. Uh, and that's kind of the price. It's, you know, similar to Carson Edwards. You know, that's the price of having a talented guy like that. Uh, so, but anyway, uh, again, just try to sit back, enjoy it, see what happens. If you, you know, Purdue wins Friday, you know, you get a couple more days to, you know, to hold out a little bit of hope. Uh, but, you know, from there, just, you know, just kind of see what happens. And, uh, you know, hopefully they can, you know, manage, you know, manage their mistakes to a point where uh, it doesn't, it doesn't blow up in their face. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of the Boulders Extra Podcast, and uh, we appreciate you stopping by uh, after uh, Purdue's loss to Iowa in the Big Ten Tournament Championship game up next Friday against Yale in Milwaukee uh, in the first round of the NCAA Tournament. Uh, until then, have a good day, and uh, we'll, we'll talk after Purdue and Yale on Friday.